Hola creators, joining me today is Joy Michelle who is going to be talking about video and YouTube going into 2021. She has four tips to share with you. So let's stick around. Hola creators, I'm Jesenia Bocaneira, founder of Focus and Bloom Studios. I'm a photographer turned marketing strategist who took a leap of faith, moved over 3,000 miles away from home with one camera and one heavy suitcase filled with dreams. If you're a creative soul and dream maker, this podcast is for you. Here I share actionable tips and tactics on marketing, business, and mindset to help you grow and up-level your business with purpose and lots of joy, one action item at a time. Get comfortable and let's get started. This is the Focus and Bloom Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. Joining me for a second time around is Joy Michelle from Joy Michelle Photography. She is a photographer, an educator, and YouTuber. She has a YouTube channel where she teaches photographers how to grow their business by sharing a variety of tips and tutorials. Now, today, she's going to be diving into a little bit of her backstory on how she started her YouTube channel, but also she's going to be sharing four different tips on how you can incorporate video into your marketing strategy going into 2021. The important thing is that these tips are not just for YouTube channels only. So whether it is that you're considering having a YouTube channel or not at all, you can still apply these in your different marketing platforms. So let's go ahead and dive in. Hi, Joy. Welcome back to another episode of the Focus and Bloom podcast. I am so excited to have you here because you were my first guest in season one. You talked about online communities, and this time around, we are on YouTube. We're recording this in video format, and you're talk- we're going to be diving into YouTube. But before we go into that, can you share a little bit about you and uh, to your? Can you share a little bit about you to our audience? Absolutely. Thank you so much, first off, for having me back. It's a huge honor. I'm super excited. I was excited about our first topic, but I think I might even be more excited about this topic because YouTube is how I've made so many of my relationships now and where my business is kind of headed. And so it's a huge passion point for me. Um, but yeah, let me back up. I am Joy. I am a wedding photographer. I photograph love stories in the Annapolis, Maryland area. And uh, about three years ago, I started a YouTube channel. And so in that channel, I teach photographers to combine their passion with business knowledge so that they can become profitable because so oftentimes they are so incredibly talented and are just having a struggle to actually become profitable, make a living, even a part-time living from what they're doing as a creative. And so really connecting the dots for them as far as marketing and branding and pricing and all the things in between. And so that channel really grew into a community called Photoboss and courses, coaching and all the things after that. And so it's been such a jumping off point for me and I I have YouTube to thank for that. And so um, I'm excited to share a little more about what got me started and some tips for thriving on YouTube in 2021. So I'm excited. Awesome. Okay. I am excited to dive into this. So Tell us a little bit about how you got into video first in the the first place. Yeah, I love this question because I think a lot of times people are interested in incorporating video in some way into their business and specifically YouTube. And, you know, just like now, and I think for so many people watching and listening, I was a one woman show. I didn't have uh, an elaborate team or any employees. And so I had this feeling like I was a little bit 
stuck on a hamster wheel of creating content. And I wanted my content to matter and make an impact, but I didn't have time to be on every platform and show up every single day. And so I kept hearing about video and how impactful video is and that it could help, you know, further my message in a stronger way than, you know, almost any other medium. And I think that's what's so impactful about video is that it's the closest we can get to an in-person real life interaction while still being online and still being scalable, which is incredible. And so one interesting fact that I'll share with you and I just read is that Forbes said that people who um, have video on a web page, their guests, their visitors are staying 80% longer, which is crazy. And so, you know, who doesn't want people to stay 80% longer on a web page on their website or listen to their message 80% longer? And so this impacts our SEO, our ability to be found. And so when I was hearing all these things about video, I started considering maybe diving in and (laughs) dipping a pinky toe into that water of video. Um, Another reason that I was drawn to video is the shelf life of the content. And One really interesting way to look at this is each platform that we post on kind of has a lifespan of that post. So for example, I was just reading a Facebook post will last an average of three hours and seven minutes. On Twitter, you have an average of a minute or less. Instagram, you might get a day or two depending on the algorithm, but video is four years four years. So I don't know about you, but I just don't have time to be everywhere all the time. And I don't like the idea that my content and things that I'm pouring time into are just disappearing. And so when I heard this kind of stats about video, I just, I knew that, you know, to ignore it would be stupid. Like bottom line, it would just not be the wisest thing I could do as a solopreneur and especially as a creative. And so like everyone watching or listening, I had a message to share and information I wanted to get out, but I really wanted it to make an impact. And I decided, you know, I'm just going to give YouTube a whirl. I'm just going to try it and see where it goes. And that's, that's really how I started. It wasn't, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't smooth. It wasn't eloquent, (laughs) but I started because I just really believed in the power of video. And every year since the stats just get more and more compelling that people are spending more time consuming video content online across every platform. If it's video, it's, it's like sticky content. People are more likely to stick there and, and consume it. And I, as a content creator and as somebody who doesn't have thousands and thousands of dollars to be marketing myself constantly everywhere, that's what I need. And so that is definitely a compelling reason that I got started and why I really feel like everyone in some capacity should be leveraging video. Absolutely. I love everything that you just said. You, The facts alone on how video can impact your business are amazing and they continue to amaze us because, I mean, this year alone, 2020 with the whole COVID-19, yes. people are forced to pivot or to move to a, a video online platform and Granted, it was kind of abrupt, but still, yeah. the cool thing about it is that making videos isn't hard. Isn't mm-hmm. You don't have to go super complicated to create videos. Thankfully, you have a smartphone. <laughs> I know, and that's so true. It's like our excuses are dwindling by the day in this day and age where it's yeah. just we don't have excuses anymore as to why we can't make good content with video. And, you know, if you have a smartphone of any kind, which pretty much everybody does then you have a a means of making video. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and speaking of 2020 and COVID, how, how has COVID-19 impacted your YouTube channel? Let it be your, your engagement, your production. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, this is actually super interesting because of course, going into this year, I didn't really know how that would look. And it, you know, my stats have actually gone up in terms of viewership. And I mean, it makes sense now when I think about it, more people are home, more people are spending time online. And I think beyond that, though, people are seeking community online because, you know, to be home and to be isolated is lonely. And so we're still building businesses. We're still trying to market ourselves and feel like we're not the only ones doing this. And I think as solopreneurs, you can be feeling a little bit isolated. And then 2020 just was like icing on the cake. And so I feel like more people are viewing videos on my channel, which means more ads are running on my channel, which means there's more revenue <laughs> being generated on my channel, which is very interesting. Um, and I've seen this across the board when I've talked to other YouTubers who listen to YouTuber podcasts. A lot of people are saying that their ad revenue has gone up during COVID, which is crazy. And so I think it's important to note as well that I haven't even been entirely consistent this year because it's been crazy. I've had months where I'm really busy with weddings or rescheduling or elopements. And then I've had, you know, things in my personal life. And so I wanted to note that I didn't post in all of June and all of September just because of all of that. And yet my viewership and my revenue is up, which is amazing and definitely not something that I thought would happen. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it goes to show you uh, people are are really seeking that community like you mentioned, and they're yeah. they're just online, and yeah. it, it, there's no other way. <laughs> Video is definitely yeah. the biggest ticket item when it comes to marketing, or at least one of the biggest ticket items when it comes to marketing as we move into the new year. And well, as we're moving into the new year, which is thankfully very very soon, what are four four strategies that you can share with the audience on how to build or grow your YouTube community, your YouTube channel in 2021? Yeah, I think number one, first and foremost, is commit to a posting schedule that you feel like you can actually follow through on. This is huge. I post every week on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And this really helps my audience to know when to tune in, when to expect new content. And that builds trust as well. And I think that, you know, anyone who's creating content online, especially as a creative entrepreneur, um, they're not just seeking to get a message out there and then let that conversation end there. They would really like to continue to grow a community and build relationships and connections. And so by being consistent, you're really supporting that. Um, another thing I will say is ask your audience and listen to your audience when you're thinking about content ideas. So a lot of times YouTubers or anybody, you know, creating content is very focused on getting new eyes on their business, um, getting new subscribers, but sometimes we can forget about the audience we actually have. Um, and what's important to note is that the audience that you currently have on YouTube is going to be the one that's notified when you upload. So they're probably going to be watching more of your content. They know who you are, they know what to expect, and they're going to watch more minutes of your content, which which really matters on YouTube in terms of retention and watch time. And so making sure that you mix in some content that's for your existing audience to nurture them 
is huge and is really going to take you further when it comes to your content strategy overall. So yes, mixing in content that's going to get you discovered, huge. But really think about the people that have already raised their hand and said, I want to hear from you again. Hey, can you talk about this? Can we talk about branding? Can we talk about Instagram? Um, and so if you hear these things, definitely make note of them and really try to accommodate your existing audience. The next thing I will That's say... That's a really good point. That's a really, really good point. Serve your audience. Not yeah. just bring them in, but like serve. And the people who have already said that they want to hear from you again are your most likely customers. And so we can get yeah. so wrapped up in trying to get the, you know, to the next thousand, the next hundred, the next, whatever that metric is. And that's wonderful to have goals. I have goals for my channel. I always do, but I have to remember that the people who've already subscribed, those are my people. And you know, the, the ones that haven't found me yet, they're not yet my people. And so I really want to like respect that and respect people's time who have already raised their hand and said that they want to hear from me again. So huge, 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 just to, to weave, weave that into your content. Um, Absolutely. The next thing I'll say is that when making content, it can be a little overwhelming to think that you have to come up with all these ideas. So definitely listening to your audience is one to relieve that burden from yourself. Like you don't have to come up with all the content, but the other thing you can do is make series videos that continue along in a series. And I think that, um, by, I guess, serializing your content, you can mm -hmm. pre-film, you can work ahead. And those are often my most popular videos because it gives people yet another reason to come back. So if you say like, this isn't all that I have to say on a topic, um, you're just reinforcing the, you know, come back, subscribe, like, comment, and engage, which YouTube loves. So creating series is really, really strong. We definitely gonna be doing that in 2021. And then finally, and this is huge, you have to have a repurposing plan. Um, I will yes. say video, yeah, it's like video is simple. I'm not gonna say that it's um, complicated because you can whip out your smartphone, but I will say it does take time and it, it's not a quick process a lot of times, especially for someone who may not be familiar with editing or things like that. So you're putting time into this. So really think critically about your plan for how you can repurpose that video, whether it is sending it out to your email list, repurposing it into a blog post, creating a pin for Pinterest, or just formatting it a little differently and throwing it up on IGTV. This is, you know, 10, 20, hundreds, thousands of more people seeing the same message because they're definitely not all going to see it on every platform. As we know, due to the algorithm on every platform, that's just not how it works. And so you don't run the risk of annoying your audience, um, in my opinion. And I would say for the effort that you put into video, you should spend an equal, if not greater effort, recycling that content. I've even heard people say that, you know, for every hour you spend on that video, you need to be spending 10 repurposing it. And I was like, okay, shoot, I need to repurpose better. Um, but it's a good reminder of, you know, this content, especially video is evergreen. So you can come back to this stuff, you know, in a few months and put it onto a Facebook group. You can come back and repurpose it into a new graphic and put it on your Instagram stories. Um, you know, don't feel like you have to reinvent the wheel every time uh, because thankfully video is working hard for you. So just remember to repurpose. Yes, videos are gold mines of content for sure. <laughs> yeah, I have found that out this I year. Love, yeah, and I love that you are pointing out, you've pointed out a couple of things that are very important. Um, earlier on, you talked about um, how the business side of things is important. Uh, 
yeah. for greeters and, and how you, that's one of the things that you tackle in your YouTube channel. Um, you also talked about the consistency and, and having a schedule and then definitely repurposing. And this all comes down to, yes, you can have, like you said, you can grab your smartphone, create videos, mm-hmm. but a lot of the the, fail, the percentage in, in people who create a YouTube channel or start a project, if you will, let's just say that, fail is because they don't have a strategy. So you mm-hmm. definitely want to go into with that strategy in mind that, you know, you, you know who your audience is, you know, uh, your schedule and what is realistic too, because yeah. like you mentioned, you, you do have a one weekly, um, video, but maybe not everybody can do a one yeah. weekly video It'd be just once a month. But the important thing is just to be consistent and then mm-hmm. continue growing and moving uh, forward. Then you can add those videos that add another video to the month, maybe two yeah. per month, for example. So definitely having a strategy, like you mentioned, and and a plan for repurposing yeah. is so key. <laughs> it is. It is. And I like that you pointed out that you could start with once a month posting a, a, a high value video content. And then if you have time for more, you could post a bonus video. So you're just over delivering to your audience and they're not thinking, OK, now she's creating weekly content or he's going to show up every day. That may not be the case. Um, so as you have time, you can surprise your audience, but at least you can stick to that schedule for the most part. Um, and that's why I for sure say make it feasible, make it doable for you in your season of business right now. So, you know, there's people that make daily content on YouTube. I think they're nuts, but they do. And oh it's their main thing. <laughs> I don't know how they do it, and, but you know, and it works for them. So, you know, if you look at one person's channel and you think, okay, they upload Tuesdays and Thursdays, they have this incredible audience. That's what I have to do. Just know there's really not a one size fits all for success on YouTube. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Um, all right. So now we are going to head into, we're shifting gears a little bit uh, into the lightning round. And this is for those of you, that don't know about this lightning round. This is just business out to the side and now it's just fun questions. So it may or may not be related to the holidays. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Are you ready? (laughs) Yes, let's do this. All right. So what's on What's one thing that's on your holiday wish list for this year? Ooh, this is good. Okay, I was just updating like my Amazon wish list because a family member asked for it. And there is a book called Brand Brilliance that I really want. I've heard amazing things about. I'm such a nerd when it comes to branding, marketing, all the things with business and books in particular. So Brand Brilliance is on my list. Oh, awesome. That's a really good one. Yeah, check it out for Um, sure. What about cheesy holiday movies? Do you love them or gosh, no, please? Okay. My little sister and I are obsessed with watching every cringeworthy movie that we can get our hands on, like the Hallmark movies, like all of that. So we we try to watch as much of it as possible. We're mostly making fun of it, but I love it. We love it to death. It's It's like my favorite Christmas tradition for sure. I love to do the same thing. It's so fun. <laughs> It is. <laughs> if you were a holiday drink, what would you be? Oh, okay. I. That's a really good question. Um, I feel like I'd just be like hot cocoa or like, is a Moscow mule, is that like holiday drink? I don't know. <laughs> 
one of those two, I'm like, well, normally I would just say I am a margarita. Like that's like my spirit drink, but I don't think that's a holiday drink. That's just joy's like everyday drink. <laughs> I love it. And last but not least, how can people connect with you? You can find me on YouTube at Joy Michelle Photography or look up my Facebook group, Photo Boss with Joy Michelle. And on all social media, I'm just at Joy Michelle. Wonderful. Joy, thank you so much for being again on my podcast, on the Focus in Blue podcast. Super excited to always be able to pick your brain and uh, so that you can share some of that cool information with our audience. So thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Thank you. The honor is mine. Thanks for tuning in on today's episode. If you've enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave us a review and let us know what other things you'd like to learn and hear from us here at the Focus and Bloom podcast. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Focus and Bloom podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world and it helps others discover the show. And if you want to get your hands on more video podcasting resources, head on over to focusandbloomstudios.com and check out our tools and resources for video podcasters and content creators just like you. I'll see you on the next episode.